listening to Tapped In, Buckham County's Half Hour to Empower on WRES 100.7 FM in Asheville. Listen up and get tapped into local important resources, information, and topics. Learn more about the topics of today's show at buncombecounty.org. Okay, it's time to get tapped in. Hello, 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 and greeting to all that are listening to my voice again this week. This is Tapped In, and I am one of your hosts, Zakia Bell Rogers, and my co-host... And I am Leonard Jones. Leonard and I come to you from the county, um, and we're the Community and Public Engagement Department of Buckham County Government. Oh, is that right? Yes, community and public engagement. <laughs> yes, community and public engagement. <laughs> Joining us today is our guest whose department has been working on a new and an exciting initiative, the 2043 Buncombe County Comprehensive Plan. Nathan Pendleton, who is the Director of Planning for Buncombe County. Welcome, Nathan. Hey, thank you all for having me today for this uh, very important topic. Yeah, we are here today to discuss and inform the public about the 2043 Buncombe County Comprehensive Plan. That's a lot in one <laughs> sentence. 2043. I will be 63 years old. <laughs> so this is very important because we're going to be the the new leaders of the community and we're going to have to make way for others. So what does that look like? What is a comprehensive plan? And it's funny you should say that because one of the most important things to think about is not just us. Mm -hmm. It's not the people sitting in the room. It's the youth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because the youth are the ones that we need to plan for. And and it's a long-range plan. So we have to think of it in terms of a 20-year window. Um, so what did you want to know specifically? What is a comprehensive <laughs> plan? Like, what you know, how do we get started? Is this something new for the county? No, actually, it's not. Um, the The plan that we've been working off of is what was called a comprehensive land use plan from 1998, and the the trend now is not to just look of, uh, at at things that communities are facing from just a land use perspective, but look at what the community is facing from a holistic perspective, whether that be, uh, you know, climate resiliency. Uh, we recently had a tropical storm, Fred, uh, which caused a lot of damage here. Um, it's a it's a way to think about all the issues, what's important to the community, and how do we address them to affect positive change. So whether you think that farmland preservation is important, our steep slopes, our beauty, what makes Asheville, Asheville, how we take care of our folks and provide services in equitable ways. Maybe you're into parks. Maybe you're into greenways. There, there's any number of things that we as a community can define what are important to us and how do we address them to make sure that everyone gets fair and equal opportunities to those things. Okay, Nathan. So sitting here here in this, the Buncombe County Comprehensive Plan, you know we have incorporated areas as Woodfin, Black Mountain. Um, and so how do the city and the county, the unincorporated part of the county, how do this um, interacts with each other? How does it plays its part? Does the city, I think the city of Asheville has a comprehensive plan and probably Woodfin has a comprehensive plan. Can you get more details on how this uh, impact those comprehensive plans? Absolutely. Because what we have to move away from is just planning within our own borders. We have to realize that as you drive outside of Black Mountain, you drive into the county before you reach Asheville. So it's important to get the communities on the same page because we don't face different issues. Mm -hmm. We all know that we are here as a regional capital essentially even though we're not the capital of north carolina we're the largest city in western north carolina 
And people come here from all over in Western North Carolina to utilize services. So whether you're traveling from Transylvania to utilize the hospital, it's important to make sure that we incorporate our issues and plans and make sure that plans talk together. Mm -hmm. Because there are common goals like affordable housing, things like that, that we all want to work towards and not just within the confines of those individual plans. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what um, aspects of the community will be impacted by this? And I heard you talk about, you know, being more green and all of those things. Like, how, how, what areas would be, what aspect of the community would be impacted by this plan? Right. So one of the key things that everybody thinks about <clears throat> is development. Mm -hmm. Obviously, that's one of the more obvious things. But as you grow, you have to start thinking about things like schools and uh, making sure that there's enough paramedics in an area to, to um, handle calls for service. Uh, you know, police protection, things like uh, economic development, making sure that we have job opportunities that are, that are better paying jobs, things like specialized manufacturing. Um, we talked a little bit about climate resiliency and environment, but also think about things like making sure that there's enough park in an area that you might be experiencing growth, uh, library services, obviously transportation is, mm -hmm. is, <laughs> is key. And, and, you know, we, we have to take a deep dive into our mountain mobility services and how those link up with things like, um, uh, the city's art public transportation system, but then take it a step further. How does that then link into Henderson County to the South and their transportation system or over to the West to Hayway County and think about how we're growing now. Like, mm -hmm. think about uh, places that are now experiencing growth, like Old Ford, mm -hmm. uh, places like that. The other most important thing to note is it's, it's very expensive to live here. We're losing a lot of folks. They're moving out to Marion. They're moving to, you know, Marshall. They're moving to places. So those people still coming back and forth every day to work in mm -hmm. our area. Oh, yeah. My little brother just moved all the way to Marion, and he works in Asheville. Perfect example. And he said even with the gas, it's cheaper. Exactly. So that's amazing. That's amazing. And and a question, you said 20 years, and we're like, gosh, 20 <laughs> years is so far away. Like, but if you think about it, it's been 20 years since we all been in school. And Let's not bring that up. And I know. I know. So 20 years fly by. You close your eyes one night, you wake up, it's 20 years later. But why is the plans go for 20 years from now and not like 10? Yeah, that's a great question. So you've heard the, the uh, analogy, not eating an elephant in one bite. Mm -hmm. Some of our goals and some of our challenges are so lofty that we have to think of it in a 20-year window, but don't think of it all just having to be accomplished right at that mark. You break it up into pieces. Mm -hmm. So what you do as part of the plan is, and our next phase is we go out into the community and we hear from all the nooks and crannies of the in every corner of the, the county. You decide what the key issues are. Mm -hmm. Then you start setting your goals, objectives, and policies. And that might be a one-year goal. That might be a five or a ten. It just, you, you have to come to a logical point of how long it's going to take to solve each issue or come up with, hey, this is a policy we're going to do or this is something that we're going to make changes to in an ordinance. So the idea of, you know, share what a comprehensive plan is. So what's the process that the county plan on going, going into to incorporate community input? So, um What's the specific length of time that it would take to create this comprehensive plan? 
Yeah, that's a great question, too. It's usually a two-year process. We've been working around this thing called COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However... Uh, we pushed off some of the public meetings. You can only get so far sometimes in a virtual setting. So the goal is to open up a, a series of public meetings, uh, the good old-fashioned type, where we come together in February. And if you go to the county's conference plan website, 2043, you can you can find a lot of information there. I think you're going to ask some questions on that here mm-hmm. in a moment. But um, um, yeah, that's that's the next part, and that's one of the most important parts of this. Because remember, there's not a, a right or wrong for how to do this. It's really community driven. Mm-hmm. So we need to hear from folks, and we need folks to participate. Yeah, that's very important. We need it, the voices need to that's be heard right. because a lot of our voices, let's just be honest, won't be here in 20 years. So, it, and then maybe we may have moved. We may have. Um, transition to the great beyond um, or whatever you believe but you know we may not be here and so we need all those voices to contribute um who will approve the plan like how will we get a definite and um right on this yeah so basically the way that uh, that works without going into the um, um each individual piece and part of that is we work with our planning board which is a volunteer board uh, it's appointed by the commissioners we also have a uh, group of uh, 24 community members, and that's called a steering committee. Some of the people on that steering committee represent youth through high school and college students. Uh, it's, a, it's a very diverse and broad uh, group of people from all across the county. So the steering committee works with the planning board and works with staff and works with the consultant. Uh, we take all the, the, the public input and we start working together to formulate some goals, objectives, and policies. Then we introduce those to the community. We introduce those to the elected officials, being the county commissioners. And then what we do ultimately is we um, take a draft plan to the planning board, and they make a recommendation, and ultimately the commissioners would adopt the plan. Mm-hmm. And see, and, and we talked about how the community, we need the voices of the community who approves the plan. Um, Leonard and I actually have been working on the comp plan with smaller mm-hmm. youth. Um, we had a group of five, six, and seven-year-olds. Cool. And we sat down and we did the postcard with them. Yeah. And, um, which you can find this on Buckham County's web, um, the different types of ways to contribute to the to the comp plan and when we asked the kids what is something more that they need a lot of them said trees right and and one child which um who shall not be named she is my child she lives in my house (laughs) but she said bamboo and i was like that's very invasive but okay (laughs) but they were very concerned about the environment at that age Yes. So I think it's I think it's important that we we get all the voices that we can, and because they are they're going to be twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight year old. They're, they're going to be our workforce right. in those years. So it's very important. Um, and for them, you know, we had multiple children, children of all backgrounds and races. You know, how does this plan connect or relate? To the current plan in the county, for example, the racial equity plan, um, the county 2025 plan, you know, how does it 
correlate with those? Yeah, that's a great question, too. So uh, let's take, for instance, the racial equity plan. We, we know there are a number of goals within the racial equity plan that need to be directly linked with a comprehensive plan because they're going to take some time to make sure that we get it right and institute some of those um, uh, changes that we'd like to see. The county's uh, 2025 plan, uh, also known as the strategic plan, mm -hmm. is um, a, a plan that has about a five-year window. And so by the time we get done with the conference plan, that's going to sync up really nicely with the next strategic plan. And uh, a lot of the themes that you'll see in those plans, they talk to each other. So you just, what you have to make sure you do, and uh, the comprehensive plan specifically does have an equity component um, devoted to it, understanding that, that there's going to be a longer term sort of um, uh, implementation. You just have to make sure that you don't have, have goals that, that conflict. Mm -hmm. And so that's why the first thing we did when we uh, worked with the consultant was we handed them a stack of plans uh, that was about to that light, and we said, read through all these. They have value. Understanding some of this might be outdated, read it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Make sure we pull from those plans, because a lot of the themes, I went back to the early 90s, when the county did listing sessions across the county, mm -hmm. there's a lot of themes that are still the same as today. So it, it, a very good question. Um, and we do a lot of plans. Uh, you know, you see plans with the Chamber of mm -hmm. Commerce. You see plans with the Land of Sky Regional Council. So, again, bring everybody to the table. And that mm -hmm. includes the North Carolina Department of Transportation, Duke Energy, Metropolitan Sewerage District. All the things sometimes that we take for granted on how we turn on our tap and get water or flush the toilet, they all work as a system. So I have a question, and later I'm gonna let you ask in a minute. I promise. <laughs> okay, so who keeps us on track with the plans? I mean, because we've made, like you said, we have all these plans. Who goes in and say, okay, it's 2022. We have the plan from 2025. Let's see where we are. Are we like who keeps us on target? Right. So a lot of people sometimes ask uh, what a what a planner does. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so this is the one of the one of the key things we do um, is we have a long range planning division. And this is a central tenant mm -hmm. of what we do. When you lay out your goals, objectives and policies, you are going to have things that say, by this date, we will do this. That is one of the key functions. Mm -hmm. So um, every community has uh, a, some kind of planning component a planning department and that's one of the the um um the jobs of course we do that it's a big job mm -hmm. so we have to do it all together and that's why we're sitting here today working with our our communications folks because i can't alone get out the word i need you all to help me mm -hmm. so it's a joint effort but centrally located in the planning department Okay, Nate. So in the idea, just like you say, we're here today to inform the public about this comprehensive plan. But a key part in the goal and initiative of this is to get people involved, involvement in there. So is there, I know you mentioned the website, and you may want to repeat it again. However, is there newsletters? How do yes. people stay informed with the process, and how do they truly get engaged and start being helping us to be a part of that decision-making process? Right. So your first stop is, of course, the website. You can Google Buncombe County 2043 Comprehensive Plan. That'll allow you to sign up for a newsletter. Um, that is the best way to stay informed. 
Again, we're monitoring the ongoing pandemic, but we hope for better days coming up soon. And we've also posted uh, all of the upcoming meeting dates and locations. And um, perhaps you all could also speak to some of our new software that's going to allow some opportunities. It's public engagement, I believe. Mm -hmm. The publicengagement.com. Yes. Yes. Um, what is that? Um, public input. Public, public input. input. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Thank you. I know. You were, I was like, oh, my God. Uh-oh. That's us. What is that? I just did a PowerPoint on that. I just put you that. on the spot. I know. I am not on the spot. Yes, that is publicinput.com. We are working on those. But if you go to Engage Bunkum, mm -hmm. you can go and you can see engagebunkum.com and you can scroll down and you can see how you can become a part of those um, testings or um, ways of um, awesome. of um, contributing to the comp, comp plan. So I encourage everybody and that is engage e-n-g-a-g-e dot org. So go on there, and uh, you can do those. You can actually do projects with your children as well, right? right. Mm -hmm. So, all right. You want to go this time? I know you've already been burning with questions, Leonard. <laughs> I know I had asked this question similar to this before, but just sort of, uh, we know that um, the commissioners have kind of charged us with trying to reach all corners of Buncombe County to be right. part of this process. And we also talked about the incorporated areas like the city of Asheville, but the importance of everyone giving voice, especially a lot of the underrepresented communities. Mm -hmm. It can be people of color, the Latinx community, and um, very often the rural areas of the county to be a part of this process. So um, a lot of people who live in the city, they can still give feedback. That mm -hmm. is correct. Absolutely. And, and and you said that we're having meetings in February. Mm -hmm. Do you have any dates that you want to share with us, or do you have any information or um, that you want to give to the community right now? Yes. Why so, you have their ears? Yeah, right. Um, and then I'm going to issue a challenge. Yes. Um, so I will tell you uh, uh, out to the, the public right now that uh, the 20th and 25th uh, of January mm -hmm. are two virtual options with the understanding as we move forward that we're going to uh, we will make this happen. Uh, uh, but right now, uh, in February, the list of meetings I don't specifically have in front of me that are listed on that website. Mm -hmm. um, and I would be happy to get those out to you all for your next broad. I don't know how often you do this broadcast, but. Every, every two weeks. Oh, so, yeah. Perfect. So it's mm -hmm. perfect timing that we would uh, probably be able to announce those uh, at the next two weeks, if that's okay with you all. Mm -hmm. Yes, that'd be great. And so how, how can they connect to the virtual ones? What platform are you using? Is that the public input? Uh, so I believe we're using the public input mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. the public okay. input. Okay. okay, so that is our public input um, um, program um, project that we're being, um, working on. And we'll actually give more information about that in a later um, um, broadcast as well. <laughs> so... It, Mr. Randy is back there holding up signs and everything, and everybody stops and drops their mouth open to look at him and read the sign because we all wear glasses um, in here. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, so, Nathan, the idea around Buckham County's 20-year plan, what are some of the results we can see from this comprehensive plan? Do you have any ideas? Yes. Um, and, and I first want to say I want to give a challenge to the community. We, we know a lot about what the issues are here. I've, I mean, I've personally lived here 16 years 
and I'm sitting in a room of folks who live for all their life. <laughs> so we, we have a good idea what, what a lot of our challenges and issues are. But I want the public to take a quick look at what we've put together thus far, and I challenge additional thoughts. I'd like to see um, um, in any new thing that we might have missed or could, should consider. This is our plan. This is our opportunity as a community to come together, and that's what makes this so important. Um, and by that, uh, Leonard, you, you make a really uh, great uh, question with what you could do. I'll use one example is the community could come together. Um, we all know what we a lot of people take for granted is, you know, I have a funny story about a man that moved here from to Barnardsville from New York, mm -hmm. and he wanted to know how he could hook onto the public sewer. Mm -hmm. So infrastructure... Water and sewer is something that is taken for granted often. Mm -hmm. um, most of the county um, doesn't have public water and sewer. Mm. Uh, there are wells and septic systems. Mm -hmm. So one of the key things that could come out of here or come out of this plan is where it might be appropriate to expand public infrastructure. Where might it be uh, acceptable, given the growth patterns, to see a new library, mm -hmm. a school? Um, a, a EMS facility. So th that's kind of one way to think about that, but it's also another thing to think about is uh, talking about the youth again. Mm -hmm. What's important to know about the youth is, is some of the things with the climate that they're going to experience. That we're already starting to see impacts from um, additional tropical systems that come in here and stay over and dump huge amounts of water. And, you know, that's something we have to contend with making sure we build smarter. Mm -hmm. We lost a lot of private infrastructure during Tropical Storm Fred, a lot of culverts, a lot of driveways, things like that washed out. So we'll be studying that. And we have to think about, you know, again, not today with me sitting here with Zakia and Leonard, because you're right, we're going to be 65 at the end of that 20-year window. Mm -hmm. So really start taking a look at what our future generations are going to have. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it, that said also, well, no, let me, let me rephrase that. What has been one of the things that you've seen come up during this process as something that people are truly concerned about? Right. So the biggest top thing uh, that's the thousand pound elephant in the room is affordable housing. Mm. We simply, land is our scarcest resource. We do not have it. We cannot build our way out of, of that problem. So we have to really take a look at making sure that we use land wisely mm -hmm. because everyone's in competition for the same land. Whether you need to build a school, whether you need to build a specialized manufacturing facility, whether you need to build housing or commercial uses, that is one thing that we have absolutely got to get right now. There's probably no silver bullet to affordable housing, but there could be silver buckshot, mm -hmm. meaning there's going to have to be multiple approaches. So that mowed field in front of a factory, let's look at it. Let's talk to them. Mm -hmm. Let's see if we might be able to utilize it because it's all about public infrastructure as well. Because like at the end of the day, if you're on a well and septic system, you obviously probably can't support that many stolen units. Yeah. So th those are how multiple systems can communicate like North Carolina Department of Transportation when people are um, um, concerned about traffic. A lot of people that move here don't understand that the county doesn't maintain any roads. 
They're either privately maintained, maintained by a city, or maintained by the North Carolina Department of Transit. Now, that I did not know. Yeah. So it's just little tidbits like that. Uh, like, for instance, uh, water. We have a lot of water providers. Mm-hmm. City of Asheville is the largest water provider in our area. But there's also Black Mountain and Woodfin, even Ridgecrest. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, Ridgecrest has a public water. Um, wow. They are a public water utility, a small one. But other than that, if you go out in a sandy mush, there's no public water or sewer. Even Candler along Smoky Park Highway, there's there's not a lot of infrastructure out there. Wow, I I have never thought about that. Right. I think because I live um I live in the city, but in county, I'm on that special property line where I'm designated as the city. But I uh, my kids are um. Um, placed in the county schools. Right. So I live in Oakley. Yes. So if something happens to the water, the city comes out and sure. looks at it, and my road is maintained. And so I I just, I, I did not, that did not reach me. So I'm glad you mentioned that, and I'm glad we had that epiphany because a lot of what we need to do is education. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. input, education, together, we can we can have fruitful conversations. Well, I think so often we just we just breeze through life and live, and when, <laughs> when it becomes an issue, we talk about it. But we don't have general education of how the community and government and counties and cities actually work. Correct. And that's, that's key mm-hmm. because you're right. Some things only become an issue when they're an issue. Mm-hmm. we got to do a better job of planning for those issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of... One instance that came up recently in Tropical Storm Fred was uh, there was a loss of a, a, a bridge that that was the only way to get you to an entire neighborhood. Wow. But unbeknownst to a lot of the neighborhood, because over the years, um, uh, you, you know, there might not have been an, an agreement in place or things like that for maintenance. It was assumed that perhaps that bridge was maintained by uh, the North Carolina Department of Transportation but it was actually a private bridge. So when it's completely lost, those are the things that are so critical and key Mm -hmm. to understand moving forward so that when something comes up, we understand how to mitigate it, how Mm -hmm. to fix it. Wow. And so I know we're about to wrap this up today. So we just, the purpose of us being here, we really want the community involved. So we strongly encourage community to give as much input by attending these future meetings and also going out to um, engage.buncombecounty.org we'll say that again the way you can go and get information in the newsletter and stay abreast of the, um, this 20 year planning of Buncombe County known as the comp plan is to go again to engage.buncombecounty.org um, and again Nathan we're going to give you a moment to just give us another refresher on what some of these upcoming meetings that we have so as we wrap up people can walk away with ideas of knowing what meetings they can participate in can you give us those dates again? Yeah, sure. So this month, uh, being January, the 20th and 25th offer virtual options with the understanding that uh, we're going to transition to in-person meetings in February, and we hope the COVID situation improves to allow us to do that. Um, and if not, we will we will figure it out, <laughs> and we will push those out a little further, but we are absolutely committed to um, future in-person meetings. And again, if we have missed something, if something's important to you, please let us know. 
um, and we will make sure that we have a look at that. Well, this has been an eye-opener for me, Leonard. I don't know about you, but you live in the county. So yes. Did you know those things? No, I didn't know all those things. And just like another thing as a native born and raised in Asheville, as often as an adult, I found myself living out in the county as well. So just mm-hmm. that shift, and we just move in out of in and out of the city so fluently here in Buncombe County, just mm-hmm. for our, in terms of entertainment, recreation, and work, that um, is very key in that we strongly encourage as much public input in terms, no matter where you live in the county, um, we just want as much feedback as possible on this process that mm-hmm. we can really um, make this very impactful and um, worthwhile for our future residents of Buncombe County and many of us that may be older at that time, but just the vision that we want to see for Buncombe County in 20 years, that's what we really want to cut Um, the community to know and stay engaged on this process and as again we want that input and I'm going to do another plug at engage.buncombecounty.org is where you can go get that input, click on the comprehensive plan, sign up for our newsletter to stay active and a part of this process. Yes and I always say you know one voice may not be heard but a group of voices together can always make a wonderful noise and be heard by many so if you want your voice to be heard and you and you and your community want to be represented, stand up, be heard, be seen. Um, It has been a joy talking with you, Nathan. Yes. And I can't wait till we talk again. Leonard, as always, it's a joy being your co-host. And thank you to all. And to all, have an awesome time this month (laughs) or this week or this week. And stay COVID-free. Wash your hands, wear your mask. Yeah, stay well and be safe. Thank you for listening to Tapped In, Buncombe County's half hour to empower here on WRES 100.7 FM in Nashville. Learn more about today's topics at buncombecounty.org. Otherwise, stay tuned for more great episodes coming up. (laughs) 